Welcome to the Special Interest Podcast. I'm Alex. And I'm Carly. We are the creators and hosts. As two women who received late autism diagnoses, we are passionate about educating, celebrating, and highlighting autistic identities. This life-changing diagnosis opened a whole new world to us both. Our special interests have been so important in our journey of self-discovery through our autism diagnosis. Special interests provide autistics with an element of regulation, comfort, and support. We want to provide a platform where others can share the joy of their special interests. Our podcast aims to represent diverse autistic identities through an inclusive community where autistic voices are valued, validated, and seen. We're excited for you to join us on our journey of learning and story sharing. Join us weekly as we share about our own experiences and other autistic stories. Episode six. Hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the pod. How's all our pod pals? Hey, pod pals. How's it going, Alex? How happy um happy day good morning oh happy day (laughs) monday wednesday happy days tuesday friday happy days it's not an episode without alex singing i know that's becoming a thing i guess (laughs) so how are you i'm good i'm feeling uh a little stuffy again so i don't know why but i'm not i'm not sick I think I'm just allergic to something. <laughs> I'm allergic to winter. <laughs> How are you in sunny Florida, Carly? I'm doing well. No complaints here. It's sunny. I got my windows open and I'm in shorts. So it's it's a little weird. It's still like funny to get used to because it's December now and I've never been in a warm climate while it's been the winter time but it has really like warmed my soul so it feels nice yay well I feel you sending it up here so thank you you're welcome do you have any projects that you've been working on recently or any ideas or anything you want to share about your special interest or your recent special interest or any hyper focuses that you've been working on yeah lately I've been diving more deeply into the practice of yoga I've been learning from some pretty awesome yoga teachers who are advocating for the roots of yoga If you're interested in yoga or you're a yoga teacher, I highly, highly recommend following Susanna Barkataki on Instagram. She's really great. She's an Indian yoga teacher and she teaches about the roots of yoga. And if you're practicing yoga or if you're a teacher, it's so important to honor and acknowledge those roots because there's been a lot of oppression in India when it comes to yoga. And that's really been lost in westernized yoga spaces. You know, we really 
focus on the asana here. And yoga is so, so, so much more than that. So just being aware of how yoga has been appropriated. It's been really great to learn about. And I'm excited to incorporate what I've been learning into my yoga practice. How about you, Carly? Any new projects? That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. I am looking forward to looking into those sources that you have provided. And I'm really curious to learn more about the appropriation in India and the roots as well. I am in my yoga teacher training, so I have been learning so much and it's so fun to bounce back and forth with Alex and talk about everything that we learned. So it's really cool. Yes, one thing, not necessarily a project, but one thing that's been a special interest of mine recently that I am just like obsessed with is listening to motivational speeches and just, I guess, mindful speeches as well. I listen to, for an example, Abraham Hicks has a platform on YouTube that puts out videos like every day that deep dive into different ideas and they just open my mind so much and it helps listening to different people with different thoughts and it just fascinates me so much. The human life fascinates me a lot so I am just so curious to always learn from other people's perspectives and experiences and then reflect on them and think about how they impact my life it's just very fascinating to me that's something that I spend a lot of time doing you know usually in the background of whatever needs to be done (laughs) that's awesome I'm interested to follow that channel Yeah, I've also been, not that this is new, but I would love to also share that I've been doing 21 Days of Abundance Meditation by Deepak Chopra on YouTube as well. And I've actually done many rounds of this so far, and it's just completely transformed my life. It is just such a great tool meditation in general but those meditations are really impactful and I've been having really eye-opening experiences when I listen to those meditations that's so awesome I love Deepak's meditations you finish the 21 days more than once yes I believe that I might be on like (laughs) maybe my fourth probably my fourth round of it at this point. That's amazing. I love it. They're really great to return to. Yeah. I feel like you could get a new meaning every single time you listen. Oh, 100%. And it, it's pretty simple to do, which is why I would recommend them because they're only about 15 minutes long, the entire video and the actual meditation portion is probably about 10 minutes or so so it's a pretty easy habit to get into to do daily because you you can find 15 minutes right absolutely I also love insight timer too 
Mm, yeah, I really like Insight Timer as well. Oh, well, so many fun tools that we're providing for people yeah. to try. If you try any of these things too, please let us know what your experience is like, because as I mentioned, a special interest of mine is wondering what your experience and perspective is. So please share. Yeah, we'd love to hear about it. I appreciated your responses to our question about creating routine and the tools that you use to create routines. So Carly and I are both going through transitional periods in our lives right now, and we're trying to figure out what routines work for us how to create those routines, tools for creating routines. And it can be challenging to be in a transitional period. Speaking from my own experience, I really struggle with change. And I really struggle when things are unexpected. I struggle with inconsistency. I love making plans. I love having a life that's routine, which is interesting because my the ADHD part of my brain likes when things are different. So that's a whole challenge of having a routine, but keeping it interesting every day. Carly, what has your experience been like in your transitional period? I've been in this transitional period for quite a little while now. My routines are constantly changing as my day-to-days look different. And sometimes that can be really difficult to get into routine. As I've mentioned before, I live in a camper. And what my life looked like for this past year was traveling around the U.S. for Um, a great majority of it and so my day-to-day looked really different for a while and now I've been grounding down in Florida trying to get into routine so speaking on more recent with these transition it's been difficult because I know that I need to get into routine but not always having the tasks that I needed to get done when I first got here, you know, there was so much to get done and it felt like a short amount of time. And it was really difficult to look at so many things that needed to get done and not have a plan for them. And routines for me are so important to get things done. It's really important for me to be in a routine for my own mental well being. Because when I'm not in a routine, I can start to spiral, which can then add anxiety and then can lead to depression. And so for me, routines are really important to be in to stay and sustain my well-being. Yeah, I like how you phrased it, sustaining your well-being. I definitely agree with that. I um, took your advice, Carly, about your your daily planning and just writing it all out. And part of it's like, for me, it says how to have a happy brain. And it's just like all the practices that I do that, you know, help me to stay in my well-being. 
I love that. That's a great idea. <laughs> I really like that. That's really cute. If you follow us on Instagram, I've been trying to figure out what the best way is for me to stay in a routine. And so for about a week, I experimented with different apps. I went through the app store and looked at a whole bunch to see what gained my attention, what parts of them I liked. I tried out an app called Finch, which was recommended to me. And it was a really cute app. I got to have a little penguin avatar that I named Tofu and he broke down my goals for me every day. He would check in on me. I would send him on an adventure and I would get little coins and get to, you know, dress him up. It was really cute. And I even connected with someone from the podcast group that became my friend and we would send each other good vibes. It was a good time. But unfortunately, it was a app that I had to pay for. And for me, that just wasn't a part of what I was looking for at this time in finding a way to schedule things. So it was fun for a week and it helped remind me of what was important for me. But for me, it just didn't end up working in the end. And what did end up working for me, like Alex said, was writing out my schedule. I really enjoyed doing that. I would sit down every morning when I woke up with my coffee and I would write out, what does my day look like? And I would break it out break it down by hour and then I would also record what I would want to eat that day because that's something else that helps for me to stay in routine so I don't have to think about what I'm going to cook before because if I'm hungry then and I don't know what I'm going to make that can make things a lot more stressful and I also would write down the things I need to buy for the week or things that just needed to get done for the week and I really liked doing that because I could look at my schedule every day, my list every day of the things that needed to get done and say, oh, okay, I can get the laundry done this week and check that off for the week. And then the next day I can go back to that list, see what else needs to get done for the, this week. Oh, I need to clean my refrigerator. Okay, I can do that. And just knocking things out. And also I, what has worked for me is being a little bit flexible with my routine and so if I have things that need to be done for the day I might have them scheduled down by the hour but it doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be within that hour but at least I know what the next expected task for my day is and that helps keep me on track it helps me get things done how would you say having a schedule and routine has helped you in the past if you're still trying to get into it right now or what do you hope that it helps you with yeah so I agree with Carly you know when I'm out of routine it's so important to get into a routine because I just end up doom spiraling and you know not every day has to be productive in the sense of like, you know, chores or work or producing something, you know, rest is productive. And that's something that I've been learning about. I read a great book called Laziness Does Not Exist. Highly recommend. And, you know, laziness doesn't exist. You know, one thing that's really helped me is 
recognizing that my routines need rest. Like we've said, writing out my schedule has been really great. I was in a good schedule routine before I got COVID. And then while I got COVID, my routine crumbled. Uh, but I was going for a walk every morning and meditating every morning. But since getting COVID, I haven't been walking in the morning, which is something I really enjoy. It gets me outside. I get to see the sunlight. So that's something I'm working on getting back into my schedule. It's also difficult now because it stays dark out so long in the morning. So going for a walk uh, as a woman in the dark is something that I just enjoy a little less, unfortunately. So, and then it also gets dark out really early. So finding other ways for movement and other methods to getting outside I'm trying to figure out what those are currently. I'm just kind of trying to move with the seasons. Since it's winter, again, just honoring the fact that it does get dark out really early and we have less sunlight. Instead of fighting that this year, I'm trying to honor it because this is such a beautiful season for rest and putting rest into your routine. I totally agree with you. And I love that you brought that up about needing rest, especially going with the seasons. I think it's so interesting how we're expected to push through the tough seasons of winter while all the other animals go and hibernate and really prioritize rest. And I guess to bring it even another level too, something that I've been really focusing on as well is listening to my body in my own body's cycle as a woman that bleeds. I find it really interesting to learn my own body's cycle and see how I feel during the cycle. And even during some of that time requires rest. There's many times that our body requires rest that we just tend to ignore I think it's important to not ignore that and to prioritize the rest. So do you find it helpful to schedule out when you need rest? Or do you think that there are times when you just listen to your body to find and honor the rest that your body needs? That's a great question. I don't think it's something that I've necessarily thought about, but reflecting on it now, it's really important for me to have days scheduled in my week where I know that I can look forward to rest, but day to day, listening to my body and knowing what it needs and just honoring that is really important. For example, last week I was feeling really tired. I think I was still feeling the effects from having COVID. I had to teach a yoga class, which I had been looking forward to, but I knew that my body needed rest. So I communicated that with my students and it's a really great community, very supportive. And so we did a more restorative flow. Usually I teach a faster paced yoga class, but 
I did restorative instead and everybody enjoyed it. It was really nice. So even taking that as an opportunity for rest, you know, I consider like restorative yoga to be extremely restful and regenerative. So seeing what your different opportunities for rest are and actively resting. I used to sit on the couch and scroll on my phone, but that's not actually restful for me. It just, my mind keeps going. It's much more restful for me to unplug and read a book or meditate or even do yoga is restful, like I mentioned. Which as a reminder, once again, everybody is going to have a different idea of what rest looks like to them. It's all about tuning into your body and listening to what you need in the moment whether it's eating a healthy fruit, doing yoga, doing something good that is going to make your cup feel full. So you mentioned how having COVID was a little bit of a setback of being in the routine that you were in before and that you enjoyed. What has it looked like for you now getting back into the routine? Because I think it is really easy for us to fall off of our routines and habits, but getting back into the routine is always, I think, the most difficult part for anyone starting anything. We can get easily discouraged and fall off and not have the motivation to return because we we can then think oh well what's the point it didn't work this time so why do you feel like it's important for you to come back to that routine and what does it look like for you getting back into that routine it's been extremely difficult for me my entire life to have routines and stay consistent with routines because i also have adhd which makes it challenging for routine building. But what I'm learning is that every routine that you have in your life, every goal that you want to accomplish, every talent that you want to cultivate, it all goes back to habit. For example, I mentioned going for walks. That was a habit that I created and became part of my routine. And the thing about habits is it's about the consistency of which you do them. So even if you miss a day, if you get back on the consistency, then it's so much more likely that you're going to stay with it. Something that's like interesting to me too, is adding the goals that you want to accomplish into your routine. So I've wanted to get better at knitting and crochet. It's such a nice winter hobby. And I realized that that's a habit that I need to make and put that habit into my routine to reach my goal of getting better at knitting and crocheting. Um, and that's like, might be common knowledge, but for me, that's kind of an epiphany I had the other day. I was like, oh, that's how people get good at things. <laughs> what do you think, Carly? 
It's funny that you say that because I relate to that so much. And I had that epiphany while I was learning how to roller skate because especially with roller skating, it's something that we learn generally as children and to return back to it as an adult, it's kind of like, oh, you either know this or you don't, but it was really difficult and roller skating requires a lot of balance. And so I had to realize, okay, it's not going to be easy for me at first, but as long as I'm taking the steps to improve, I'm going to improve. And I like how you brought up knitting and crocheting because it almost provides that visual for that epiphany to happen of like, if you just do one little stitch a day, as long as you're doing that one stitch a day, you're going to make something eventually. You're going to make a scarf. But if you're not doing any stitches a day, you're going to stay stagnant. Your, your scarf is going to stay halfway done. You're always going to be halfway done if you're making no steps towards that final goal of having a complete scarf. Yeah, something not only I struggle with, but a lot of people is perfection and wanting to have that perfect routine that you know you see on the lifestyle influencers pages where they do all these luxurious things and that's something I've definitely gotten caught up in but what I've been taking joy in is cultivating a routine that's mine and that I have authenticity in and that's true to myself and it's it's been really fun just learning about the habits that help me in every day, even habits with creating a routine, like Carly mentions, writing out her schedule every day. You have to create that habit of writing down your schedule to make that routine. Definitely. And I like how you even mentioned the lifestyle influencers because what we don't even see behind them is the steps that it took for them to get to where they are everybody has to start somewhere and you're never going to get to that final goal if you don't take a step it's it really comes back to the visualization and metaphor of using a mountain you have to take each step during the climb of the mountain you could be in the middle of the mountain struggling saying I don't want to complete this I want to go back down it's so hard I'm so tired all these excuses in your mind that come to the forefront of why you shouldn't do something but if you took that same energy that you had of telling yourself no I can't do it and tell yourself yes I can do it imagine what the view is going to feel like when you're going to get to the top it it feels like bliss it feels like something that you worked hard for whether it's a small goal or a big goal this is just a way to look at things that you want to achieve and realize that you need to take each step in order to get to the top you need to break down things into small steps in order to reach your big goal it takes you know each stroke on a painting is made in order to get the whole visual of a painting, but you need to put your paint and brush to the paper in order to 
create that visual and to create that painting. Yeah, I love that analogy. So creative. I love it. Visuals have been a really big part of what's helped me in order to achieve my goals. And I just want to provide as many visuals as I can. And hopefully you can envision that and maybe help break down your goals a little bit. Almost like with the schedule too, writing out my daily schedule with like by hour, that helps me to visualize, okay, this hour, I have this thing to do this hour, I have this thing to do. And even if I'm not complete by that hour, then I know what's coming next. I know what the next step is. When I'm out of my routines, as I mentioned, it can be really difficult to get back into routines when we decline or plateau from that habit that we have started to build. It's really easy to stay in the comfort of not taking the steps that you already took in order to get back up the mountain because then you have the whole picture in front of you again. It's almost like starting over. It can be really scary and for me, I've started to re-look at that picture as well as really just looking at everything as a practice. That's something that yoga has really installed in me. It makes things less scary to get back into, especially if I find that it's something that is worth for me to continue. If it's a goal that I really want to achieve and have had for so long, you know, everybody makes these new year's resolutions so these things they want to have complete by the the next year and they look at this big picture of all their goals they want to complete and then on the new year they think oh okay time to work on my goals and so many people drop off on what their goals were within the first week within the first two weeks and then don't even return back to trying again And so, as I mentioned, steps are just super important. And so getting back into my routine, I have to look at smaller steps, smaller goals that are going to help me get into my ideal routine, which is the main goal. And for me, I've really enjoyed writing out my schedule in the morning. And that's a habit that I've just started to build upon and have found a lot of enjoyment and success in. I will say it is not always going to be perfect. As you mentioned with the crocheting, having this idea that things are going to be perfect isn't realistic. You have to give yourself some leeway to mess up because that's part of the practice. You don't go to practice to be perfect. You go to continue the work that you want to work on and to get better at. And so every day I might not write out my schedule or everything that needs to be done, but then I try again the next day if I can look back and say, okay, what worked for me this day? What worked for me the next day? It takes a lot of reflection and self-discipline to continue your habit, recognizing that it's okay to mess up. It's okay to fall off it's okay to come back and start again. There's no, no one succeeds always the first time. A lot of people that look like success had to fail many times in order to reach their success. And that's 
what science is. Science is failing again and again in order to find what they think is the right way or what the success is. It's trial and error. And that is something that has really helped push me forward to building a habit in which helps me. Yeah. If you're not failing, you're not trying. (laughs) I think with building and forming a routine and finding those habits that help you and benefit you, it's my favorite part is that it limits decision fatigue. So if I have this routine and I already know what I'm doing every day or because I have ADHD, I like to pull from a list of things that I can can do every day. It's so many less decisions before, especially as a teacher, you make so many decisions every day as a teacher. And I was just making way too many and it really burns you out. So having that routine of all these things I know are going to happen, having all these things that are expected that I have control over just makes my brain so much happier. It makes me, it helps me to be such a more functional human being. Right. And going back to one of our previous episodes of putting your own mask on first in order to help other people you're creating this habit not only to help yourself but to help those around you especially as a teacher you're influencing so many people that are looking to you for information and by giving yourself that ease of having a list to pull from or things that you can expect it definitely takes away some of that anxiety from your own unknown. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, building routine around everything can be really important. Like we're kind of just talking about building our daily routines, which might be helpful to some people, but there can be routine in everything. What's your routine when you go to the grocery store? Oh, you go to point A, then point B, then point C. And if you miss A, then B can be a lot harder because then you have to try and backtrack. Yeah, but also not beating yourself up for missing A. Taking notes and just constantly learning from yourself, learning and listening to yourself and the world around you. Yeah, that is great advice. That is important for us all to listen to ourselves because there's so many outside perspectives that will tell you the best way but that is just the best way for them it might not be the best way for you and even what we share it might not be the best way for you it might work for us but we would love to hear what works for you because it might work for somebody else would you like to be a guest on our podcast if so send us an email Our email is pod.thespecialinterest at gmail.com. That's P-O-D dot the special interest at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on to share about your special interest, share about your autistic experience, or chat with us about a topic in autism. Right. Come on and share about your routines even. And 
we really want to thank everybody that has reached out to us this far. We have had so much feedback and so many inquiries that we're so excited to hear from and so excited to share. We will be getting back to you all so soon and we look forward to having you on and sharing whatever is on your heart and whatever you can provide for this community. All of your experiences are important for us to learn from and we can't wait to share those with our pod pals. We love our pod pals. We sure do. So thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at the special interest pod. Email us pod.thespecialinterest at gmail.com. Share our podcast with your friends and family and invite them to be a part of the pod. We would love to have everybody and we will talk to you again soon.